0: Imagine from the age of five until 28, becoming a six time victim of trauma, sexual abuse and domestic abuse. So much so that you find yourself wanting to end your life. My guest, Susan Desenzi has been using her story to help others for decades as both a therapist and a coach. And today she uses her platform to help others access what she calls their spiritually expressed human. Welcome to Susan. Welcome to Off My Duff, the entrepreneur podcast. Off My Duff is all about getting off your backside and finally, making your impact by living your truth. If you are an entrepreneur with a heart to help others, you're in the right place. We chat with guests from seven figures to just starting out because that's how we roll. Off My Duff is the nudge you need to expand your business and slay resistance. So, without further ado, I invite you to get off your Duff, and let's get started. Now, here's your host, Duff Gardner. Hello, 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 everyone, and welcome to Off My Duff, the entrepreneur podcast, where we're all about the little guy playing a big game, and I'm excited to have a very good friend of mine here on the show today. Uh, this is uh, w- welcome, Susan Desenzi, to the show. Susan, hey, thank you. Hey, Doc. Thanks for having me. Honored to be here. Oh, I was really excited to uh, to have you on the show. Uh, you're somebody who's been doing some really interesting thing in, things in the world. And as we uh, as we record this episode, uh, some really really interesting things. Uh, so. I'm, I'm, I'm excited, like I said, to, to dive into it and learn a little bit more about what you're doing. So, um, tell me a little bit about uh, we met uh, in the context of learning about podcasts, and you've got a podcast coming out this month. Tell me a little bit about your journey there and what the podcast is all about. It's Yay. called The
1: Spiritually Expressed Human. Wonderful. And the foundation is really that yes, we are these human beings having spiritual experience, and that's awesome. But we are these spiritual beings having a human experience and experiences. And no one has ever really taught us how to navigate through those human experiences as the badass, beautiful, brilliant diamonds that we are. And so that podcast will be all about learning to fully express as your human and spiritual badass self.
0: I love that. You know, um, you probably recall like two of the things that I talk about quite a lot is this notion of being valuable and being unique and in fact you know, it's something that i teach people there's sort of this five-step formula which uh, is all about being expressed you know and i think it's as an entrepreneur this is an entrepreneur podcast how you express yourself is so important these days and being grounded in how that's expressed Yeah, absolutely.
1: And it it plays out a lot, what I've seen as a therapist and a coach through the last 24 years Mm -hmm. in the negative ways in like mindset and all of some of that, you know, kind of past conditioning stuff that then gets in our head and gets in our way and doesn't allow us to really stand in our power or, you know, feel like we're going down the right track for ourselves, whatever that means for each entrepreneur, right? Right. I know I've been totally caught in that before. And it has stopped me and kept me kind of hidden and feeling small and even like an imposter at times for so long because I let that shit get caught in my own head, even though I teach this stuff every day.
0: Yeah, no, I totally get that. And actually, you have a really interesting story. Can we go there right now? Like it's, it's a very interesting story how you got to where you got to because I think people are going to be really interested to hear this.
1: Oh, absolutely. Thank you for asking. It's a great question. And it's a super long story, but I'll make it super short. I had this awareness since I was four, that we are this more expansive beingness, right? And yet I grew up having some very traumatic and negative experiences through sexual assaults over the course of age five till I was 28 years old. And in those six instances, On top of other experiences I was having, you know, moving from place to place with my dad's job and always being the new kid and having to make new friends to always feeling a bit like the new kid and the outsider, all like those pieces really caused me to struggle with having this awareness and at the same time, then being, you know, human and having these hurts and betrayals and lies and all that kind of stuff. Right. And it was around 28 years old. Well, not around. I was 28 years old at the time. Right. And the last assault happened, which was very violent. And I thought, I really believed I would die that night. And I didn't. And a few weeks later, my son then had just turned two about a week after the incident. Yeah. And my ex-husband made a comment that cut me to the core. And after this, this being the sixth time, I just had lost all will to live and all hope whatsoever. And I wrote my two year old son a suicide note had every intention of ending my life. And as I was putting the note into the envelope, I felt this compulsion to reread it. And right. as I reread it, I heard that four year old voice say to me, you are meant to for so much more. Anything is possible. And she also said to me that I could do this. I mean, there was a bunch of things she actually said. It was this very quick little dialogue. And I heard her voice, my own four-year-old self, from like a heart place that was different than all the ramblings in my head that were screaming like, just go die, you know? Right. And I knew I had a decision to make. And if I made the decision to die, it was just go do it. But if it was to make the decision to live, which I clearly did because I'm here today, thank God, it was <laughs> jump off the cliff into your life, girl. No oh. more hiding. No more fear. No more running away. And that was easier said than done. So great that I had that notion and that thought sure. and I made that commitment. Yeah. Now it was about implementing and finding the people that could really help me live that.
0: Okay. Okay. And then, and then what happened? Like, what 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 happened after that? Like, how have you taken that story and carried it forward into the world today? Like, it's it's super compelling. Um, Thank you for that, Duff.
1: It took me a long time to feel that way myself, to be honest with you. Yeah. I reached out for people who could help me. But what I was starting to see was that all the people I was reaching out for help with, like therapists and coaches and other mentors and... We're really just trying to kind of like get me past it and get me through it. Got it. And I realized that, but that's not who we are as people. Like we have these experiences, they are memories and part of us and part of our past, and they do shape who we are in the moment of now, right? Yeah. So, how can I take what they're telling me? And not like try to shove the past on a shelf and go, oh, it's in the background, leave it alone, but really incorporate it into who I am, but without letting it define me. And it dawned on me that I needed to bring kind of the unique me and my experiences and the fact that I had known kind of this core part of us since age four and somehow tie it all together. And that led me then to deciding to become a therapist and a coach Mm-hmm. So that I could truly help others see how to navigate through and not let their past and their negative, whatever you want to call it, upbringings, experiences, hardships, how how to not let it define them anymore in life, business, or in their relationships. And it's been the most powerful and rewarding thing I've ever done.
0: Well, I love how you've taken that experience. Um, and it, it's super interesting that, you know as a four-year-old, you had that perception of the world, you know, uh, you know, um, and so if you flash forward to today, how, um, you know, like with your podcast and your, uh, you talk about the spiritually expressed human. So it's very interesting that you, that you help people who are feeling, um, you know, they've got some worry, maybe there's a trauma, some self-discipline around things. They're just feeling like they're suppressed in some way. Yeah, um, And you bring them to a place where they feel like they're a fully expressed human. Like, I think that's wonderful. Oh, thank you. Well, you know, I realized how I was hiding out
1: in my insecurities, in my own mm-hmm. fears, in my doubts, you know, in my, all the unknown things, right? Like, if I start this business, how how will it unfold? Like, will I be able to you know, sustain myself? Will I be able sure. to earn a level of income so I can maybe quit my job? Right. And if things weren't moving the way I wanted them to, then I would go into kind of spiral sometimes and be very doubtful and uncertain and unsure of myself. And then I'd feel like an imposter. And when I became a therapist, I realized that that was the same thing everybody was feeling in some way, shape or form But it just might look like a different situation. It might not be that they're an entrepreneur and it's about their business. It might be how they are as a partner in their relationship right? or as a child to their parents or their parents to them or as a friend. And it just hit me that this is a fundamental thing that I think all of us as human beings feel is how do I fully show up as me when I've been kind of taught to care? I don't know about the expectations or about, all the other stuff that's out there, like yeah. what I'm supposed to do or how I should be as opposed to what I want.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I love how you're following your heart now. I mean, I really do. And, um, you know, like I think we're we're living in this time pre-COVID, by the way, like over half of us were destined to um, have some part of us self-employed, whether it was a side hustle or full-time service provider type thing. I think the the conventional wisdom is COVID has moved us forward 10 years, like a decade around some of these trends that were happening. Yeah. So you, you said something earlier, which was super interesting to me, uh, which got me reflecting. And you were talking about trauma triggers that people have. And I'm just wondering right now, if there's sort of these trauma tri- triggers that people might have that, uh, you know, as they're trying to do things that are new and different and exist in this new realm that we're suddenly thrust into, um, if these things are something that we should address.
1: Oh, 100%. I mean, because the thing about trauma is that word can even trigger a lot for a lot of people, because when they hear the word trauma, they think of like the big, major traumatic things. Sure. Natural disasters, fires, car accidents, hurricanes, tornadoes, assaults right, mm-hmm. you know, abuse, crime. But there's a whole other level of trauma, yeah. what I have always called the little T traumas, that right. are like, you know, my cat died when I was 12 and I never got to say goodbye, and that could sure. be very traumatic. Or I moved a bunch of times and was always the new kid. And so what the pandemic, I think, has really brought up for a lot of people is some of that those deeper fears and worries and uncertainties Mm-hmm. That because there is so much unknown about COVID itself and there's so much unknown globally about the state of our economies and the state of our futures, that we're all like spinning now to some degree in the present going, how the hell are we going to manage all this? We don't even know what we're up against long term, right? So it's yeah. like creating all this like sense of powerlessness and lack of control that then turns around and triggers some of the other triggers that have been instilled from however old they were. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, totally. You know, but I, I, I think it's, it's uh, you know, it's informative that, you know, we have these things that happen to us and they happen to us. So we have to somehow, you know, they're there. It's, you can't just sort of push through and ignore them. It's they're there. So it's the idea that they're there and for people to self-reflect and, you know, to think about that in terms of their go forward is I think a really great idea. So, yeah. Uh, now you're doing all sorts of things. Again, you're 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 um, currently just about to do a masterclass, which I think is super interesting. Uh, do you want to tell people about that? I know it's just it's kind of situationally just coming up, but I think it's going to be something that people going forward are quite interested in. So I think it's there's going to be more than one version of this.
1: Oh, absolutely. The masterclass is really about breaking free from what i call the new ptsd which is post uh, i'm sorry pandemic trauma stress dysfunction and as a licensed therapist i want to kind of share a disclaimer that i have tremendous amount of experience over my 24 years with people who have post traumatic stress disorder a mental health illness that is referred to as ptsd and i am not making light of ptsd mm-hmm. But we are not in a pre or post phase with this pandemic and all the traumatic stress it's causing. And so I recognized that doing a masterclass on breaking free from this PTSD world and managing life easier is about dealing with the pandemic trauma stress dysfunction that is causing for so many of us. And so it's about breaking through and learning to deal with all the fears, uncertainties, worries, concerns, the stressors that we're all facing. So it will absolutely be something that I will probably be doing on a regular basis for quite some time.
0: I love it. You know, one thing I like about your personality is that you don't pull punches, you know, like, but you also you can delve deep into the woo, you know, it's a unique attribute that you have, you're super fun to hang out with. And it's kind of, you know, I think that if there is stuff going on beneath the surface, I think you're the perfect person to surface that self expression that you're, um, you're so committed to helping people with. So
1: Oh, thank you so much, Duff. I, I, you know, definitely can sound all serious right now and stuff and like all, you know, um, podcast recording information specific kind of thing. Sure. But look, this is real life. We're humans and we can have whatever level of spiritual or religious belief we do or don't have, or the woo factor, as you call it. Yeah. We could be totally human and grounded. We could say swear words, and we can also be saying namaste at the same time, like, fuck namaste. Right. And that's the beauty of, of you know just living in form right now and being a human, and I really am. I live and breathe helping people see that so they no longer have to hide behind the veil right. of all this stuff they think they're supposed to be as opposed to who they want to be. And yeah, that's fun. And you're pretty damn fun to hang out with yourself, too.
0: (laughs) Well, thank you. You're Uh, welcome. (laughs) uh, You know, I I said earlier that you seem very grounded. And you've gone through a journey with your business, too, which is interesting in its own right. You know, you've gone through, you've had to push through. um, You said earlier, no more hiding out. Like, you are in a place now where you're super clear on where you're going with your business. And I think that's an interesting story as well to tell because, you know, it, it it just is
1: well thank you again another great question i mean and i am the, i am the most transparent right like i just show up as me and here's the deal you want to know anything i'll share it with you i've been an entrepreneur on and off for 30 some years i turned 56 at the end of july and i was really an entrepreneur at 9 10 years old you know like many of us right right but formally i kind of dove into the arena more in my very early 20s. And it was interesting because it was just kind of a different setup, right? You know, and, and, uh-huh. and so I had some phenomenal successes. Then I became this formal therapist and licensed and all that stuff. And very successful. Two private practices, full-time jobs at the same time kind of deals. And just super, super busy and loving what I was doing. And then five years ago at 51, I made the decision to walk away from all of that to successful private practices and a full-time job, making phenomenal money to do my own thing because I was tired of the box and the bureaucracy that my field kind of stuck me in. And it has been one hell of a struggle because I had to think like a different level of entrepreneurialism now. Where now I had to really look at the marketing stuff and the language, because I'll be honest, I, I never spent a single dime in 24 years on marketing, not one right. dime. Wow. And now I have to think about language. Like, I don't understand what you're even talking about. Those words like are going over my head. And so I didn't get off my duff. Mm-hmm. I stayed kind of hidden, spinning. What am I going to do? What am I going to call it? What's the brand? What's the language? Who's my audience? And I literally made the decision not that long ago to follow my own full expression, which for me meant that niggling in my heart that I call my heart's voice that Mm -hmm. was screaming at me, this is your path. Follow this in this way. All the rest will follow, but just start putting one foot in front of the other by following it, completely. Listen to the advice of others, listen to the wisdom of others, but do not let it any longer sway you or define you and change your course because you are clear on that. Right. And when I did that, everything has changed.
0: Yeah. And I mean, full disclosure, we've gotten to work together a little bit, which has been really fun to see you kind of uh, evolve and emerge and, Like I said, you seem really grounded right now. So I'm just so excited to see what comes for you. Thank you. Me too. And it's been an honor to work with you. And you will forever
1: be one of those people in my life where when we met, we just kind of clicked and hit it off and connected. And we've then worked together and stuff. And regardless of working together or not, you will always be one of those, you know, VIPs in my heart. Oh, very important people who I love and adore and look up to and admire.
0: Oh, thanks. Well, it's like I said, it's very gratifying to see you doing so great. And, um, you know, I, oh, I, this is what I wanted to ask you, because I forgot about the, 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 the question we were geeking out on before, which, of course, I ask everybody, my guests know this. It's like this word resistance that comes up for people. I wanted to ask you, like, what's your relationship to that word? I, I'm actually quite interested in your answer to that. Well,
1: I used to have a very resistant, re, res, resistant relationship with resistance because I would be very keenly aware that I was being resistant and feeling a resistance, Sure. but I would get caught in my head of the shoulds and the supposed tos and the expectations, and especially if I had hired other people right. who were giving me advice or I bought some program and going through the course was telling me something that was creating resistance, I would procrastinate I would feel a lack of motivation now in recent years. And it hasn't always been the case, but in more recent years, it's getting easier and easier to now when I feel resistant, I actually embrace it, love it and welcome it. And then I sit for a moment and this is kind of the woo woo part. I sit quiet for just like 30 seconds and I tune in to that resistance and I treat it like it's an entity and I go, what are you trying to teach me? What what is it that you want me to know right now? And when I kind of get a sense, I don't even have to hear like formal answer words in my head. I just can get a sense of what it really is all about. Right Now I'm able to kind of learn to walk with it and move through it because I've welcomed it and I'm no longer resisting the resistance. You ever heard that phrase, what you resist persists? Yeah. Yeah. So, I always used to teach my clients that, right? By like putting my hands up and trying to pull on the side. And then one, you know, you release your your grip and you're relaxed and it pulls real smoothly and freely. Yet right. I wasn't living that myself <laughs> sometimes because I was resisting my own resistance. So now right. I just yeah. really remind myself of the ease and flow which with you know with which I can work from an entrepreneurial perspective, from a human perspective, within the, you know, realm of my relationships, or whatever it might be, if, like, somebody says something, and I feel a little defensive and resistance to what they're saying, now I just kind of, like, I'll step back, I'll take a breath, I'll take it in, and I'll listen to what they're saying, and know that it really is in my best interest, unless they're being a total asshole,
0: Right. Well, sometimes there's a deeper meaning to that too, but <laughs> that's tr- so true. Absolutely.
1: So, you know, it could just be that's it, but that's yeah. how I see resistance now because okay. it, it just really isn't a resistant problem anymore for me anyway.
0: I love that. Yeah. That it's t- it's teaching you something on the spot, you know, yeah. I think that's great. Um now, what, it's an important question for you because part of what you do is you talk about resiliency when you're helping people, obviously, right? So I think that, um, I'm curious to, to, to hear your like, your, your, like to you, what is resiliency and how does that kind of form part of how you work with people? The truth be told,
1: resiliency to me yeah. is about being able to experience something that can create a whole lot of mess. Oh. And then take that and not let it define me. Take the lessons it's offering up to me, take the guidance that that those situations or those challenges or obstacles, roadblocks, walls, whatever we want to call it, is kind of causing me to like face. Yeah. And then it's not really bouncing back because I don't think we have to come from someplace. I think it's learning to rise up through and walk with those challenges then without it defining me and then really be resilient because the truth is like if you really want to look at it i am a 6 time sexual assault survivor yeah but i don't even identify as a survivor anymore because i've been thriving for so long beautiful so i use the language for others because that's what they're comfortable with and used to but for me the resiliency is in that is a part of me and part of my past, but I can talk freely about all of it without any emotional triggers to it because I have resiliently learned to be with it and have it be a part of me without it defining me.
0: Does that make sense? Yeah, totally, I love it. Yeah. Uh, In your entire journey in business, what is the number one insight you can leave people with that you think?
1: Oh man, so many. Trust your gut. trust your heart's voice and if you're not sure what that means if it's something that's making you doubt or question and it just feels off then it's probably the voice in your head but if it's something that when you say it or you like the the name of a podcast or the name of your business or a direction you want to go in or the kind of person you want to work with or a path you want to take to grow your business And it feels so right. It feels so like, yeah, follow that. Because you will forever be swayed by everybody else if you don't trust that piece.
0: Brilliant. Love it. Now, if people want to come and uh, learn more about you, you have a free gift at your website, which is susandesenze.com. We'll have that in the show notes below, but it's Susan and then D-A-S-C-E-N-Z, I'm Canadian, I, (laughs) <laughs> <dot> .com <laughs> uh, I love that. We'll we'll put it in the show notes you guys can see it down there and there's a free gift um around emotional resiliency. Yes. Right.
1: And yeah. an inner child healing safety meditation because Oh wow. We can't really do some of the work of all this stuff that's been downloaded from times past okay. unless we feel safe to really address it.
0: Oh wow, that's awesome. Thank yeah. you. So there's those two gifts that you can get at uh, SusanSensei.com. I love talking to you all the time. You're one of my heroes. Um, You know, you're just um, the way you've taken what life has thrown at you and turned it into something that's amazing. I love your mission going forward. And uh, I'm just so excited to see what it brings. Thanks, Susan. Thanks for being on the show today.
1: Oh, thank you so much, Duff, for having me. I'm so honored to be here and to share with all of you and your audience really how to just step into the brilliance that's you. Thank you.
0: Thanks, Susan. And so I encourage you to go and visit SusanDesenze.com. Thanks, Susan Pivri on the show. And to all my listeners, as always, love having you here. And remember, as you go out into the world to make your impact, to teach what you love, live from your truth. I'm Duff Gardner, and I'll see you next time. Hey everyone, I'm Duff Gardner and you've been listening to my show, Off My Duff, The Entrepreneur Podcast, where we're all about getting off your backside and making your impact by living your truth. If you're like me and you're an entrepreneur with a heart to help others, you need an offer that sells. An offer that sells helps you get traction with your business, more sales, more clients, more gigs, more fans and more deals, period. And here's what I believe, your offer is the purest expression of your truth So that's why I've created a free ebook, Offers That Sell, the 8-Step Revenue Breakthrough System. Simply go to offersthatsell.com forward slash book to grab your free copy, and you can even follow it up with a chat with me, should you wish. It's been wonderful to have you here with us today. And as you get off your backside to make your impact on the world, remember one thing, teach what you love, live from your truth. I'm Duff Gardner. See you next time. Bye now.